the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Therefore, no current or prospective client should assume that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, including the investments and or investment strategies recommended and or purchased by advisor or product made reference to directly or indirectly will be profitable. Different types of investment involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will either be suitable or profitable for a client's investment portfolio. No client or prospective client should assume that any information presented serves as the receipt of or substitute for personalized investment advice from the advisor or any other investment professional. Welcome to the Bullington Capital Report, hosted by Bill Bullington. For the next hour, you'll receive information on current market conditions and trends that could affect your financial future. If you have a question, you can participate in today's program by calling 216-901-0945. That's 216-901-0WHK. You can also reach Bill by going to his website, BullingtonCapital.com. And now, here's Bill Bullington. Well, welcome back. For some reason, it seems like I haven't been here for a year. <laughs> I have no idea why I'm feeling that feeling that way, but uh, anyway, maybe it's just all the uh, the reading I've been doing over the past week or so, uh, a lot more than usual, and not sure why that either. But uh, it's been very interesting. Uh, I had a really good conversation with a uh, good uh, dear friend of mine. His birthday party was yesterday. There, I don't, I, can't, I lost count of how many people were actually there, but uh, it was so nice to see uh, all these people together not worrying having a good time and uh, just kind of reminded me what life could be like <laughs> so anyway and and um got a lot of interesting things to talk about today you know we're uh, i keep looking at the energy and that's it's all over the news most of the time if you dig a little bit deeper uh you find out and this this by the way should make everybody feel good this this has to do with the economy it's it's going to have a going to have it's having a big impact on the economy and there's a lot of stuff i keep hearing that doesn't seem really accurate about it like it's between coal and renewable energies like solar and wind and when actually it's not um the demand for electricity is growing so fast that we're going to need everything so they're not going to get rid of the coal and they're not going to get they're not going to get rid of the natural gas they can't we can't do it. We have to add the renewable energies to keep up with excess demand. And then that, that why is that such a good thing? Well, uh, it employs an awful lot of people. And those people make very good incomes. Uh, and those people eat food, wear clothing, live in housing, and drive cars. If you're in America, you're probably driving a car. In Europe, not so much because countries are smaller and people live closer together. But the bottom line is, it's really good for the economy. It's really good. They are not opposing. They're not saying we need to shut down the coal. And I understand. I saw a lot of that, just like everybody else. Um, we've seen a ton of stuff where they think that it's between coal and uh, renewable energies. And, and really, it's not. And in fact, you know what I'll do? Um, I think uh, next week I'll, I'll actually get the address. There's a guy that addressed this very well, I thought, on uh, TED Talks. You can watch those on YouTube. It was a young guy, and uh, he had a whole lot of data. And, uh, and then if you go to the Energy Information Agency online, they've got everything you could possibly think of. Because this is going to be a big driver of jobs and across the board. And that, that's another thing. Um. Oftentimes, people will will think that 
because one industry is growing really well, well, that's where you should have all your money. Not really. Um, it it may benefit a little bit more, but you got to understand there's a lot of expense involved with building out this infrastructure. So they may do more business, but the profit margins may, in fact, go down initially while they're putting out putting up this infrastructure. So, but the bottom line is though, overall, all the people that are working in those industries, like I said, they participate in every other industry. They're borrowing money to buy houses. You know, their kids are going to college. They're uh, uh, trying to fund their retirements. So the, the more jobs you have available, the better the economy does in the long run. And uh, what was really a, a big relief to me, because I know I've, I've gotten calls over the years and I've talked with a lot of people who really, they, they hated the new technologies. We don't need hydrogen. We don't need uh, clean, you know, we were raised on coal. The climate change is, is bunk. Uh, and it should be a relief, at least somewhat, to know that they're not talking about disabling that. They, they already know that we can't do that. There are ways of generating electricity that we're going to need to employ because of the increase in the demand. In fact, the demand for electricity is growing faster than the population is. And if you think about that, I mean, how many four and five year olds do you know that have iPads? I know my grandkids do. <laughs> they have to charge those things. And uh, even if that's only a little tiny amount, uh, it's, but my point is that, and kids are getting cell phones and you, know, you go every, everywhere is connected to the internet now. Well, that all takes electricity, the whole thing. And so it, it's really, uh, it's, it's a good thing. And wind and solar, we need as much as we can get. Natural gas, we need as much as we can get. Coal, we need as much as we can get. We need as much as we can produce. So that, that was very relaxing to me. And it led me to an investment theme that I'm doing a little bit of research on. I might start to overweight this in some of the portfolios. I, I haven't decided yet. But right now I'm overweight in healthcare and semiconductors, those two industries. And healthcare is very, is actually more diverse than semiconductors are. But the, uh, the bottom line is those are two of the fastest growing industries in the world. And now that I've seen a lot of the uh, material, the newer material, uh, I'm looking at energy. You know, why? Well, like I said, you can't just switch over, nor should we. We shouldn't put ourselves through that. As a worldwide economy, and I just don't think it's going to happen. And I think what's going to happen is that you're going to get an increase, and it's not a threat. The solar and wind is not a threat to the traditional methods of generating electricity and fuel. There are some things that we need to do to make those cleaner, but they're still going to use the same volume. In fact, some of them require more volume. So... I would feel I feel really good about reading that, and if you uh, want to send me a an email, I can always send you a link to the articles that I'm reading lately. <laughs> it's a uh, uh, an ongoing thing. You may be really sorry, but uh, and if you just want to go look it up, I'll, I'll tell you. Just go to Google Energy Information Agency, <clears throat> and uh, it'll take you right to that page, and and they've got more information. It's like an encyclopedia for all, all things energy. And uh, it's so cool. I just can't believe we can get access to information like this for free. And you don't have to go to the library. Uh, you can sit at home and uh, read at your leisure and then you know mark the page, come back when you, whenever you've got time. So uh, I'm just, I continue to marvel at all the advancements in technology over the past 20 years. And when I think back, over 40 years, it is mind-boggling. So I can't wait to see what my grandkids are going to uh, have in their lives as just a, a matter of fact, you know, a normal event in their daily lives. And I just think it's, it, we're really on a, on a good path here. There's an awful lot of stuff. There's a lot of negative. There, there's always a lot of risk, too. There's always a lot of risk. China keeps rattling their sabers. We're trying to build the uh, semiconductor plants as quickly as we can to get. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I'm laughing about it. I shouldn't be laughing. I got to guess, but the uh, um, it's just kind of the way that the world works. And by the way, when the news media, their their number one job 
is to get your attention. Because if they can't get your attention, then nobody reads the article, nobody goes to the website, site, and nobody gets paid because they get paid per views. They're actually measuring how many people are viewing each article and charging for that. So the more outlandish something can be, uh, it's going to go up in popularity with the advertisers. So you have to kind of keep that in mind when you're reading this stuff. A lot of it is meant to incite fear or panic because people that are struck with fear have a tendency to stay on the Internet and read more and search more. When you say, hey, everything's all right and, and everything's fine and dandy, they're all like, oh, let's go to the Browns game. <laughs> So it's uh, just the nature of the beast, and I think it's a uh, uh, I think it's fascinating how the human interaction and all this stuff. And by the way, that's what makes uh, investing so challenging. It's the human part. People getting excited and bidding up prices way beyond where they should be, and then other people getting uh, disappointed and dropping prices well below where they should be. And so when you're structuring your your portfolios, you want to keep that in mind and, and look for strategies that are, are set up to kind of try to take advantage of that in, uh, in the best way they can. And so that's what we do uh, at Bullington Capital. The, the equity side of the uh, portfolios are designed. They're, they're all in there for a reason. Uh, and uh, you know, if you'd like to see a copy of something like that, you can always call us, 330-664-0700. And, uh, or go to my website, BullingtonCapital.com, give you an easy overview. You tell me what your age is, what your financial position is, what your risk tolerance is, is, is the key. Uh, and I'll show you a portfolio that, uh, I, I could recommend for you. So, and on an ongoing basis, you know, it's a, uh, rebalancing, uh, that should be being done by the funds that, well, I should, most of it should be done by the funds that you're invested in. And that's why it's so important to sit down and go over them. How are these stocks being selected? Why were they being selected? Uh, why are they a part of our portfolio? The, uh, those are things that you know you should be asking your financial advisor if you don't understand uh, and if you have the time. And uh, anyway, I hear the, uh, my computer telling me it's almost time to go to a break. But uh, So I'll just throw that out at my website again really quickly. It's bullingtoncapital.com. Uh, or you can call us 330-664-0700. If you hear anything that you like, that you'd like more information on, feel free to send me an email. Uh, if you'd like to see a, a real quick uh, projection on what you might be able to expect realistically for retirement, that's fine too. We've got some resources. Actually, they're relatively new. Um, they've only been out for a couple of years, and they've just recently updated the software. So that that's kind of nice. Uh, and it's not all that complicated. And when we come back, I'll talk about the not complicated retirement plan. Anyway, this is Bill Bullington right here on 1420. Stay tuned because I will be right back. You're the joy that I cannot deny. The holy fire that makes me come alive. The love that I can't hide. It's burning deep inside. Wherever I go, wherever I go, I've got that good. Dick Morris says Donald Trump is running again. It's all in his new bestseller, The Return. Find out Trump's long-expected plan for 2024 and his coming big surprise. The Return says Trump might face three big threats, including Hillary Clinton. Still, Dick Morris says Trump can win. Newsmax says The Return is the book of the year. An Amazon number one bestseller, get Dick Morris's The Return or see the free offer and save $28. Go to thereturn911.com. That's thereturn911.com. Dennis Prager explains the arrogance of today's leftist. They really believe that is the they being leftists, that they are the finest human beings who ever lived, because everyone who lived before them engaged in some practice that they would find offensive today. It is the part of the staggering hubris that transcends arrogance. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 1, right before Sebastian Gorka at 3, on AM 1420. The answer. And Odyssey. 
From an idea that started in 1967, Our Lady of the Wayside has grown to serve almost 900 children and adults with developmental disabilities throughout Northeast Ohio. It's an operation that is still growing thanks to tremendous support and generous donations like the Wayside's Car Donation Program. You can donate your ride to the Wayside for a great tax write-off by calling 1-800-368-6262. The Wayside is also looking for people to join their team. They hire for attitude and train for skills. Visit thewayside.org to apply today. Do you ever find yourself saying, I need a vacation? Vacation Fixation can help. At Vacation Fixation, we specialize in all-inclusive trips and cruises to Mexico, the Caribbean, and Disney vacations. Why choose us? Our clients book through Vacation Fixation because they are frustrated with online trip brokers and timeshare scams. Whether it's a weekend getaway, a family trip, spring break, or honeymoon, Vacation Fixation will personalize a trip just for you. Want to know the hottest destinations in Cancun, Punta Cana, Jamaica, or Puerto Vallarta? Interested in room upgrades, beach reviews, or details about resort restaurants? How about finding a trip with a direct flight? At Vacation Fixation, we take all of your specific travel requests and shop our suppliers to find the best deal. What's the cost? Our suppliers pay us so you don't have to. Call 330-573-8147 for more details. Or you can visit our website at vacationfixation.com. Or check out the deal of the day on Facebook. Vacation Fixation. Is it finally time to update your bathroom? Bath Planet, a division of Joyce Factory Direct, specializes in replacing and converting old showers and tubs into new beautiful bathrooms in as little as one day. We have transformed thousands of bathrooms just like yours into a spa-like oasis that has homeowners excited to use their new bathtub or shower. Right now, all bath installations are 50% off. So call to schedule a free consultation with on-the-spot pricing. 440-243-5700 or visit JoyceFactoryDirect.com. Celebrating 100 years in Cleveland. Let me try this here. Bullington. If you hear anything you'd like more information on, feel free to reach out to me. Go to my website, BullingtonCapital.com, or give us a call, and I'll be glad to try to help you out the best way I can. And I just, as we left, I was talking about simple plans, and I'm going to uh, try to focus on that. Financial planning can be pretty complicated. Actually, it can be as complicated as you want it to be. Um, I happen to be one of those people who's a minimalist. If you ever saw my uh, living space, you'd be like, oh, he really means that. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> but uh, I think the less clutter, the better. And uh, especially when it comes to your financial lives. I mean, that it's hard enough. You don't need to make it any harder by adding a thousand funds or trying to watch a, a hundred stock portfolio yourself. That is a, uh, that's a nightmare. <laughs> I can tell you it's waiting to happen. So anyway. Um, I was just, uh, we were talking about the energy renewable versus the traditional and I'm telling you guys, you guys can say you heard it here first and I'm not, I didn't invent this. I just read a lot. Okay. So you're going to need renewables the around the entire world, by the way, the demand for electricity is outgrowing the population growth. So the demand for electricity is increasing faster then we're having people, even in China, actually, especially in China. So you're going to need coal. You're going to need crude oil. You're going to need natural gas. And you're going to need uh, windmills. And you're going to need solar panels. You're going to need it all to keep up with that. There's a place for all of them. In fact, not employing everything that you have will cause would cause prices to go up even higher than they've been going up lately. 
So if you can think about that for a second, that, that should be a motivating factor. And this is all, this is all really good news, actually, because to produce all that stuff, it takes a ton of skilled workers and it takes a ton of people doing labor. So if you're, you're going to night school, you're just out of high school, uh, you might want to look into the energy industry and, uh, try to get a job. And I'm sure they probably have health insurance and, and 401ks now. And, uh, a lot of them will even pay for part of your college. So it's a really, uh, it's interesting to see how fast change is actually occurring. What's mind-boggling to me is that this a lot of this change is happening during a, a time period where there's a war in Europe. Um, that's mind-boggling. The supply chains are so slow. They, they slowed down initially because of the uh, uh, coronavirus, and then you know, Russia decides to invade Ukraine and get everybody else in, involved in that. And now China's rattling their sabers, not nearly as loud as the media would let you uh, lead you to believe. Um, but by the same token, they don't really have to let, you know, make a whole lot of noise to have a big impact because they got an awful lot of power in the world. So, but the bottom line is things are actually pretty good. When you start looking around at the, uh, um, economic statistics, it's okay. They, you had two straight quarters where the uh, economy contracted. Well, it contracted a little bit. And when you think about all the things that are going on, the fact that it isn't crashing means that Things are probably not nearly as bad as as they appear to be in the headlines. Uh, is is it good to be slowing down? I don't know. I was watching the value of my property. I don't even know if you know the, the realtor dot com is a is a good thing to use, but uh, it's worth substantially more than I paid for it, and that rate of growth has gone up significantly in the last two to three years. So I'm looking at and uh, on paper, if you'd have told me in in college. What I was going to be worth one day, uh, I would have, I would have laughed. There's there's no way. When I was going to school, I think the uh, average household income was somewhere around twenty five thousand. You know, I'm I'm really dating myself here, but <laughs> think about that for a second. Average household income was twenty five thousand. It's over seventy now. Okay, so that that is a uh, that's that's the average. By the way, if you take the top one percent out of that, the people. That billions or, or are billionaires, that average drops fairly significantly, and the median's probably more accurate there. It's around 52, so, uh, or at least it was the last time I checked. So I should probably go look at that data again. But the bottom line is, you know, things are st- not doing nearly as bad as, as people think they are. And in some industries, like the furniture industry, they, they couldn't get furniture, and it was take, you'd have to order and wait for five or six months. And I've heard from people in that industry that that is subsiding. And now may be a good time to go and uh, buy and ask for the inventory that they have in stock because you may actually end up getting a good deal right now. Instead of being a tough time to buy furniture, this is actually one of the better times to buy furniture. And by the way, the people that were telling me that were the people at Cleveland Furniture. It used to be Basista Furniture. Now they're Cleveland Furniture. And you can go to clevelandfurniturecompany.com and you can look up some of their uh, most recent deals. And I would uh, just encourage you to go in there and talk to these guys. By the way, they're not an official sponsor. I just like these guys. (laughs) I I bought a lot of stuff from them over the years, like a lot. And uh, so it was really interesting to sit there or stand there and have a conversation with one of the guys in the store. I didn't get his permission to use his name, so I'll have to, uh, when next time I talk to him, I'll have to remember and ask him if it's, if it's okay so they can go and ask for a specific person. But just stop on by. Um, it's, uh, the, and their website is clevelandfurniturecompany.com. But, uh, so that was interesting. You know, the, furniture is really a fascinating business. They get furniture from, uh, or you can get furniture from all over the world. And most people realize that, North Carolina built an awful lot of furniture that's used in the United States, still does, uh, major players. And uh, um, there's an awful lot that was imported. And for a long time, the imported stuff was was really kind of cheap and, you know, it didn't last very long. Well, according to some of the people in the industry and um, based on my recent purchases, they've closed that gap quite a bit in some areas. Some of them are still kind of you know, not going to last that long. But others, they've really closed the gap on some of the uh, 
higher end or, or better, I should say, better quality furniture. So, but if you really wanted to find out more about that, I would just, I would just stop in. The people are very friendly there and, uh, um, it's right off the highway. I keep forgetting what, <laughs> where, where the road is. I'll look it up during the commercial break and come back. So anyway, um, good for me to talk to people that are in other industries, finding out how they're doing. Uh, are they keeping up with their workloads? Um, you know, it helps when you're looking at the economic statistics on the, the data, uh, services that I use, you know, the data services are very good. And actually, you know, the government has a lot of government agencies out there that check this stuff too, but it's just like every other government website I've ever been to. They're very large and, uh, the information is almost information overload and it takes an incredibly long time to find what you're looking for on a government website. The good news is it's there. The bad news is you better have a lot of time on your hands to find out anything from those websites. Uh, you could always use it to, uh, to corroborate the information that you're getting elsewhere. So, and, uh, I just want to get back now for just a, a couple of seconds here and talk about, you know, where we see or where I see and things going out into the future. Now, when I say this, especially at a seminar, everybody gets really quiet because they think I'm going to tell them what the stock market's going to do over the next 12 months. And they're actually right. I'm going to tell them the market's going to go up and the market's going to go down. And that's exactly what it does. <laughs> the percentages, that's what they're looking for. Well, you think it'll go up first and how much and when should we get out? Well, you shouldn't really do that. You know, realistically, you should have a core group of funds. That's my official uh, opinion now is that you shouldn't be doing as much in individual stocks. There's a lot of reasons for that. We'll get into that a little bit later. But you can find a fund. If you can find an idea that you like, there's a fund out there that's doing it. There are more funds than there are stocks now, by far. So if you've had an idea about what you might like to do in the stock market, look for the fund. And that's what we do. We, we help our clients. Two main categories, value and growth. Those are just main categories. I'm not even going to bother trying to define them for you right now. Um, but they're the, uh, uh, the differentiating factors there make them perform differently. And I like to uh, liken that to the rabbit and the hare. I'm the, rabbit, the rabbit and the tortoise. Rabbit and hares are both the same thing. <laughs> so the uh, uh, rabbit and the turtle and our tortoise and the hare, the tortoise is the value investing. Can be slow, can be very aggravating to watch because you know, it just seems like it just crawls along. Rabbits, on the other hand, take off like a shot. They get tired and take a nap and the tortoise catches up. That's a, uh, that's, that's almost exactly how value and growth stocks work over time. So rather than trying to guess which one's going to outperform over the next 12 to 18 months, I think you're better off holding a little bit of each one of them and then rebalancing the portfolio. What, what is rebalancing? I'm coming up close to a commercial break here. So I will start it and then, uh, and then I'll finish after the, uh, commercial break. But rebalancing is basically just the act of going in, looking at how your assets have been invested, what kind of funds you're in, what kind of bonds you're holding, and determining whether or not it, you should be rebalancing that portfolio, bringing them back to the original, or even changing. As you get older, you might want to get a little bit more conservative okay? because you don't have as much time to make up for a big decline. Now, each and every person is different here. And I've seen married couples that could not have been more farther apart on their opinions on investing than, than most people. And that, that's a little hard, by the way, because one is always looking at the other saying, you know, why did you do that? And, uh, you know, it's really tough to win in that situation. I think I've only got about 60 seconds here left before I have to go to commercial break. So I'm not going to be able to finish that thought. I will when we come back. And I'll talk a little bit about uh, individual stocks. I still got the guys out there that, that want to do that. And uh, that's okay. You know, I still do a little bit of it. Not nearly as much as I used to, especially when I can find funds that are doing the exact same thing that I was trying to do on my own. Uh, the only difference is, you know, I can put more money into one position, which does two things. It increases the potential return, but it also increases the risk. 
and you can't get one without the other. That is more true today in more instances than it's ever been in my entire career. All right, there it is. Listen to Bill Bullington here on 1420. Stay tuned. I'll be right back. There's always been a mystery all my life. I've been told I belong at the end of the night. With all the other not quite, with all the never get it right. But it turns out they're the ones you were looking for all this time. Cause I'm just a nobody. Do you ever find yourself saying, I need a vacation? Vacation Fixation can help. At Vacation Fixation, we specialize in all-inclusive trips and cruises to Mexico, the Caribbean, and Disney vacations. Why choose us? Our clients book through Vacation Fixation because they are frustrated with online trip brokers and timeshare scams. Whether it's a weekend getaway, a family trip, spring break, or honeymoon, Vacation Fixation will personalize a trip just for you. Want to know the hottest destinations in Cancun, Punta Cana, Jamaica, or Puerto Vallarta? Interested in room upgrades, beach reviews, or details about resort restaurants? How about finding a trip with a direct flight? At Vacation Fixation, we take all of your specific travel requests and shop our suppliers to find the best deal. What's the cost? Our suppliers pay us so you don't have to. Call 330-573-8147 for more details. Or you can visit our website at vacationfixation.com. Or check out the deal of the day on Facebook. Vacation Fixation. I'll always remember Andy's first words to me. I didn't even know we had an ad on Craigslist. Not good when you're calling about a Craigslist job posting. Despite that, we talked for hours and Andy hired me right there on the spot. I was the first non-family member plumber in the business, but it felt like I was immediately adopted into their family. It still feels that way for me and everybody at Why It Works. It's why Mama Ruth still cooks breakfast for everyone. The best part of being a plumber here is the support you get from everybody. One of the earliest solo jobs I had was working in a mansion with a huge indoor pool and a super fancy water heater system. So I called Andy for some advice. He dropped what he was doing, drove over an hour and a half, and trained me and showed me what to do. And that's not an exception. That's typical. That's why we want to get things wallakadoodle perfect for our customers. I'm Jamal, and if you're a plumber that wants in, skip the Craigslist ad, call us direct. Consider it done at whyatworks.com. License number 30185. No doubt about it, we're spending more time at home, which is the perfect time to make it more functional and beautiful. Hi, Ed Flash Ferrance here for Artistic Renovations, Northeast Ohio's premier and award-winning remodeler. Artistic did a fantastic job with our kitchen in 2016, and last year, they were back for the master bath. Oh, my word. Do yourself a favor and go to artisticreno.com. Believe me, you'll love their ideas and without question, the finished product. For a virtual consultation, call 216-520-0838 or visit Artistic Reno.com. Thinking about updating your home? Well, Joyce Factory Direct specializes in replacing old, outdated windows. Proudly made right here in Cleveland, Joyce Windows features their exclusive Smart Shield High Performance Glass, which means you'll be getting the most energy efficient windows for your home directly from the factory. Customers just love how much warmer their house is and how easy their new windows operate and clean. Right now, you can save 50% on all installations. Just call to schedule a free consultation with on the spot pricing 440 243 5700 or visit JoyceFactoryDirect.com. Looking for a great way to save on taxes? Look no more. Just call Our Lady of the Wayside at 1-800-368-6262 and ask about their car donation program. It's simple and it works for everyone involved. You donate your ride, you write off the selling price, and the money goes to help the physically and mentally challenged citizens served by Our Lady of the Wayside. The number to call, 1-800-368-6262. Will you want more, so get more. your ride to Our Lady of the Live, local, and good company on Tom Kelly and Company, Sundays at noon on AM 1420. The Answer.
right. Hey, how about that message? <laughs> That's kind of what we've been talking about all morning is uh, give it time. That That's the other thing that is really necessary. If you want to be a... Um, you want to be successful in your investing, which you know you really need to be if you ever plan on retiring and living off of your investments. Um, you've got to be successful. It, right now, the interest rates are on CDs are great. I mean, compared to what they used to be. But if you'd have told somebody that CD rates were going to be three percent or less when I first started in the business, I wouldn't have believed it. Neither would anybody else. And so that it's a little tough to make it on that. That's why you're going to have to have some money in stocks or something that's going to give you a higher return. The fixed index annuities, that's one of the reasons that I choose those because an awful lot of people don't have a high risk tolerance and that offers a higher return with lower risk than putting your money into a mutual fund or an exchange traded fund. So, and, and that's really important. And I forgot to talk about that at all today, but the, uh, the interest rates, that you can get the payout ratios. That's how much that you're going to get based on how much you've invested or whatever their guaranteed uh, structure is are typically very difficult to do and are actually higher than the long-term returns that the average investor has been returning according to Dalbar. That Dalbar is a company that studies investor behavior. So that's one of the reasons I've been talking about that for so long, well, about the past two years. Um, and prior to two years ago, they, the guaranteed rates were not high enough for me to, to interest me. They raised them and now they are. You can get the guaranteed rate that can go a, uh, a long way towards helping you achieve the income goals that you have in retirement. It means that the money that you have in stocks, you're not going to have to be as, uh, you won't have to take out as much money from those because you're getting more coming out of that portion of the portfolio. That's good. Uh, it gives you time and flexibility. So again, it's one of the reasons you just, you know, the retirement income planning is really important. And you are, by the way, you are never too young to start planning for retirement. When you see how much money it's going to take to replace your income, you, you know, I wish somebody had showed this to me before I was 30. That's, that's when I was first introduced to this. I was 30 <laughs> and I was in the industry Oh, probably four or five years at that point. And then somebody showed me that. I was going, whoa. And I checked the math. And uh, actually, I, I did kind of know uh, a little bit about it in college, but I really hadn't thought about it too much. So anyway, I was in my early 30s. And if you could show this to kids when they were in their uh, 20s, just getting out of school or just getting the first job where they can afford to pay their bills and uh, put some money away, that would be awesome. And I'm even writing a little booklet. It's not a book. It's a booklet because I don't think you need a book to explain what you need to accumulate for retirement. I just, I refuse to accept that it's that complicated, especially when I know that it, it's not. So, uh, bottom line is a lot of people don't, um, they don't like the 4% rule, you know, so I hesitate to talk. I, I get some feedback on that quite often. The 4% rule is basically, just says, look, it, try to save up enough money so that if you take out 4% a year and increase it for inflation over time, notice not 4% fixed for the rest of your life, 4% that you plan to raise over time. Now, people are missing that point. Okay, that's why it's only 4%. If you if you go up much more than 4%, if you're taking out 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10%, there, there's a really good chance that you could run out of money if you have an average life expectancy when you turn 65. Okay. And uh, if you didn't get all that, don't worry about it. Um, I'm actually, uh, I'll get this booklet done in the next month or so, and you'll be able to download it for free. How's that? So you'll be able to do a retirement. If a retirement plan takes you longer than five or 10 minutes, it's because you haven't been doing them for very long. And some people never do. I mean, they're, they're whole lives. So it, it, it's really helpful if you do it before your brain starts to slow down a little bit. <laughs> now, I'm going to be 60 my next birthday. I can tell you from experience, your brain slows down. <laughs> I am not the same person I was when I was in my thirties and just learning this. So anyway, one of the, uh, uh, data points I was looking at just to kind of show investor behavior is that the increases, the, the amount of money 
that's gone into long-term bonds over the past uh, few months, or actually the past month, one-year change. Yeah, there you go, one-year change. Uh, for, for bonds, the money is up 100%. 100%. That is mind-boggling. The mutual fund and ETF flows are negative. And the market's down. So what that tells me is that the average investor is doing the same thing they always do. They're selling low and buying high. <laughs> I, well, I shouldn't laugh, but the, uh, um, I guess it's better than crying because the damage that you're doing to yourself, when you do that, when you participate in that behavior, it is substantial and it's going to affect the rest of your life. So you need to stop doing that. <laughs> and I don't know that I'll ever, you know, it's it's not really going to matter too much. Uh, just one voice on a radio station. But you should really think hard when you're investing. How much risk, how much of a, of a decline are you really willing to accept? Okay, And I, I can't tell you how many people that once they, they've answered the question and then they want to change it when the market's down. Okay, they want to take some of the money out of the risk and put it over in the safe stuff, which is the act, the exact opposite of what we talked about and what and what they should be doing. You should go into it with a plan. Now, I'm going to tell you right now today, because short-term interest rates are, are starting to increase, if you've got short-term bonds that are very liquid and then are not buying um, bonds with maturities greater than five or six years, if you don't know what that is, call your advisor. If, you, if you're paying an advisor and he's got you in some bond funds, ask him what the average maturity of your bonds fund, bond funds are. I know mine like the back of my hand. Why? Because I'm invested in them. I have the same thing my clients do. And you need to know that. That gives you some peace of mind and can help you uh, avoid behavior that's going to hurt you in your lifetime. And again, I mean, you, you only have to make one bad move in the stock market to really have a major impact on you for the rest of your life. So the, the, again, the main criteria, how much of a decline are you willing to put up with? And then you design the portfolio around that. So if I'm mine's at 35%, I'm willing to be down 35% because I know if I'm not willing to be down 35%, I'm probably not going to make much money. I will tell you a 25% decline tolerance is probably a minimum for most people to be able to keep up with inflation. So if you want to keep up with inflation in your portfolio and still be able to take money out, you're going to have to be willing to be down about 25% or so. And at 25%, you would have half the money in a diversified stock portfolio, not 100% in Google or Apple or Microsoft, you know, I can't tell, I just named those companies because I've seen people who had, not 100, but 80 to 90% of their money in one of those stocks. I'm like, what are you, are you not listening? <laughs> you, you shouldn't do that. They should be diversified. You should, Google and Apple are fine and they're in several of the funds that we hold now. And at least two that I know of. And they've got a fairly decent position in those. So I'm covered. I don't have to put a ton of money in there. The more you put into an individual stock, the higher your risk goes. Anyway, and the whole thing is about managing risk. So when you decide how much risk you want to take, take that number. And you need to think about this hard. How much am I willing to be down by? Okay. My number, again, is 35%. So I'm 70% invested. I used to be at 40. And I used to be 80-20. And uh, uh, I just changed it, I don't know, actually gradually. The money that I was putting in, I was putting into bonds instead of stocks. So if you're still contributing and you want to change your allocation, that's a good thing to do. I mean, you can put more money in the in the bond funds. Right now, people have been loading up on bonds. Not a good idea if they're a traditional bond fund. If you look at the bond index, the aggregate bond index, well, Vanguard's got a fund that uh, invests in that. So it was at 87 bucks. Back in August, now it's down to 76 uh, a year later. So it's down about 12%. The, the share price is down about 12%. And 
And that's a relatively good performer. It's down 12%. This is why I'm saying the longer term bonds, I think the average maturity on there is somewhere around 10 years. So the 10 year bonds have been dropping because people have been buying shorter term bonds. They've been selling the longer term bonds and buying shorter term bonds with their bond fund money. At least the professionals have, because when interest rates go up, they know the price of bonds are going down. And I know that's a big shock to most people. Hey, I'm done. This is your bonds. I'm down 12%. You know, they, I think they only charge something like eight basis points. You know, that's eight one hundredths of a percent to manage it. So, and it's still down almost 12%. Now, if you'd reinvested the income, you wouldn't, you'd, you'd be down about nine. Does that make you feel better? <laughs> so you, anyway, you need to uh, pay attention to that too. The, the bond portion of the portfolio is, is going to be a large portion, should be a large portion, somewhere between minimum 25% up to 50 or 60%. And that question, uh, I'm sorry, the answer to that question comes from you. How much are you really willing to see your account value drop? And whatever that number is, you can double that number, put that into a diversified stock portfolio, and you should be good. So let's say my tolerance is 25%. If I put 50% of my money in a stock fund, in stock funds, you got to have more than one today. And the other 50%, I just keep in something that's relatively safe. You could use a fixed indexed annuity, a fixed annuity. You could use short-term government bonds. You could use CDs, all the stuff that has guarantees on it. Okay, that's the other side. That's the safer side. Nothing is completely safe, by the way, because you get a 3% CD and inflation rate is 7%. And that that's not going to protect you against inflation. It's just going to protect your principal from going down. Okay. There's more than one risk. That, that's why this, this question is the key question and really is going to control or be the controlling factor in whether or not you're successful financially. And by the way, successful financially is different based on everybody. If you had a 25% decline tolerance and you only had 50% of your money in stocks and the market goes up 20 or 30%, let's say it goes up 25% over the next 12 months and you go, hey, I'm only up you know, a little over 12%. What's wrong? Well, you had half your money. You got a roughly half the returns. If the other money, the bonds, they're not going to fluctuate much and they're not paying a whole lot. It's not going to contribute a, contribute a ton. It's there for safety, more for return. It's there so that you can sleep at night. Okay? And you have to be uh, understanding when you're looking at that, at that, not comparing your portfolio's performance to that of an all-stock portfolio like the S&P 500, which is the most popular one. Okay. Because if you do that, you're going to be upset, and you're upsetting yourself for no reason. I'm sure that in the stock portion of your account, you should have funds that are at least keeping up with or even surpassing in, from time to time the S&P 500. A lot of them will lag a lot of the time. Sometimes they pass. It's just That's one of the reasons you have to diversify because you can't forecast that either. In fact, there used to be a, a, a technique where you could use to follow trends within exchange-traded funds. Well, that, that doesn't work that well anymore. I mean, it still works. It's just not as effective as it used to be. And um, holding small, medium, large cap in funds that specialize in those, some value, some growth, has had a tendency to give a better risk-adjusted return. Now, notice I said has had a tendency at some point in time, that could change too. I don't know. I have no idea. I just know that that's the smart thing to do uh, right now. And just like if you're, if you, you would be up at night, if your accounts were down 25% or so, you got to take some money out of there and uh, put it in something safe. You got the short-term bond funds. I use a bond fund from, from Fidelity. Uh, there's also, there's an, another fund out there from BlackRock that are good places to keep your money if you're looking for cash alternatives that pay a little bit more than what you'd get in a bank. You'll have a little bit of risk in it, not nearly as much as a long-term bond fund or a stock fund. Uh, but anyway, I just got the high sign. I've only got about 60 seconds left here. If you want more information on any of the stuff that you heard about and just want to ask a question, uh, you can call us 330-664-0700 or you can go to my website, bullingtoncapital.com. When you fill out the contact us form there, uh, if you wouldn't mind, just, just write in what kind of question you have, and uh, that way I can be prepared when I call you back. And uh, you'll either hear from me or one of my assistants, in, and we try to get back to everybody in 48 hours or so. 
So uh, sometimes it's it's almost impossible to do because you know we uh, have so many things going on. But we will make it our best effort to get back with with you uh, in the next couple of days. So having said that, oh, there's the music. Wow, the show's over again. This is Bill Bullington. I'm here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon. Have a good weekend, everybody. Good luck and good investing. Another edition of the Bullington Capital Report, broadcasting every Saturday at 11 a.m. on AM 1420, The Answer. If you have a question and you'd like to speak to Bill personally, you can call him at 330-664-0700. That's 330-664-0700. Or online at BullingtonCapital.com. That's BullingtonCapital.com. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Therefore, no current or prospective client should assume that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, including the investments and or investment strategies recommended and or purchased by advisor or product made reference to directly or indirectly will be profitable. Different types of investment involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will either be suitable or profitable for a client's investment portfolio. No client or prospective client should assume that any information presented serves as the receipt of or substitute for personalized investment advice from the advisor or any other investment professional. The preceding program has been paid for by Bullington Capital Management, LLC. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.